What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power in Pros podcast. Y'all, something hit me <laughs> the other day, and I was like, whoa, what's happening here? You know how we'll talk about the people that you're supposed to talk to or the subject matter, right? What do we share with who? You share certain stuff with your family versus things with your friends. I do not always pay attention to location, but location plays a huge part in how we communicate with other people. I recently went to Houston and I had a great time. It was so nice to be outside of New York for a second. Houston was hot, but it was nice to be there and have just different food and a different cultural experience, right? Being in Houston is not like being in New York. So with me being in Houston, I had to prep. With that prep, I thought about what's the weather going to be like. And I looked at the weather report before I even got there. And then I packed my clothes according to what the weather had been and what it was projected to be. Once I got there, I moved according to what was the tea. So I didn't take the subway in Houston because there aren't subways in Houston. I took the car that I was in. And the cars that I was in, I spoke a certain way in the car. XYZ, y'all picking up what I'm putting down? There's a certain way that we move when we are in certain locations. And while I was there, I was able to actually go to a church space. And how I was worshiping in that space, how I prayed in that space was different than how I literally worship every Sunday at my church, like completely different. I was out of my seat more than I've ever been on my seat. Okay. And it was just, it was just a lot of different things that were going on. And I really started to think about location and the importance that it plays once I got back. So when I'm in Houston, you know what I'm saying? What happens in Houston stays in Houston. I was doing Houston things. And then um, I get back and I went to church this past week and I noticed myself censoring myself, putting a cap on how expressive I was, or rather just taking in the difference of my expression and others' expression. And I was like, whoa, what's happening here? Why are we moving different? If you're serving the same God, why are you worshiping him different in Houston than you are in New York? What's the, what's the difference? If you're the same you, he the same him, then what's the tea? <laughs> and I realized that location plays a huge part. What atmosphere you find yourself in, how you've been ushered into that space, how you've been welcomed into that space, how your heart posture even is. What prep did you do? I did a lot more prep going to Houston than I did prep on Sunday morning to go to Brooklyn from Brooklyn, right? And so that really can impact change and influence how you show up how you interact with other people, what messages you allow to interact with you, how open you are to God's direction, to his pouring into you, how you pour into other people. And it can be for the betterment of yourself and those around you, or it can be to your detriment. Location, location, location is not a small thing. It adds up to the totality of the experiences that we have with people. If you are walking right now in a Target and somebody scream, 
on aisle five, you're going to be like, what's going on? Like, I'm trying to get toilet paper and this lady's screaming. You're going to think that something's up because typically in that location, you don't go into Target and expect screams. That's not a typical occurrence that you have. However, if I'm on a certain subway platform and I hear a scream or I see a certain type of person, X, Y, Z, or different types of people, I don't really bat an eye. I'm like, child, when the train coming? I'm reading my book. I'm scrolling on my TikTok feed. I'm not stressing because in that environment, in that location, you bound to see anything at any time. And it's going to be what it's going to be, right? Location plays a part. If you are going to certain places, certain spaces, you dress a certain way, which is a further extension of the way that we express ourselves. All of it plays a part. And I don't think that I take enough time to pause and recognize spaces that serve the authenticity of my voice, spaces that push me and challenge me to be my best self versus spaces where I feel like I need to clamor up or where I can't shine as brightly. And that's where we can get caught because I start to tell myself, oh, it's just me. Like, oh, I'm cowering back. I'm being very scary today. I'm going backwards. And I take all of that on as a duty that I'm doing to myself or a disservice I'm doing to myself, where there are times where the people in that space, you should clam up. <laughs> the people in that space, you shouldn't be as vulnerable. The places that you go into, you should be watching how you show up, right? And then there are other spaces where you're so used to having a sense of yourself. You're so used to not being able to be authentic, not being able to share, not being able to be fully who you are, that you'll arrive at a space that's begging for the real you and you won't be able to notice it because you're so used to arriving somewhere and sensory. And so being able to take stock of where you are, to look at that weather app, that report, and see what's the temperature of this space is so important each time that we go anywhere. Even the temperature of places that you create, your home. What is the temperature of your home? The physical temperature, but also have you cleaned up your room today? Have you made your bed? How is that space allowing you to be productive. If you aren't supposed to be productive, Saturday, I just have to chill out. And my space was conducive for me doing that. Lighting a candle, having my dishes washed. I, I relax the most when my space is clean. So I get up, I clean my space, and then I am now able to take up space. My personality has more physical space to take up because there are less physical possessions and things in my way that would be combating with that. If you hang out with certain people and you find that you want to share this really good thing that happened, you got a testimony, but you don't want to make X person feel a type of way. Ugh, I don't know if that's the right space that you're supposed to be dwelling in, at least in this season, because it's causing you to dim your light at a time where you're supposed to be shining. You can't shine brighter then God got you shining right now. Yet you find yourself clamming up and not being fully who he's called you to be. When we do that, it makes us think that we're not as impactful 
that nobody cares about our story, that the things that we're sharing are only for us, not for other people, that some of our prayers even aren't being answered because a lot of the times we don't always notice it and some of our prayers can seem very selfish, but I don't think that there's any blessing that God gives that is a silo blessing. Everything that he gives you, if you lost your keys and you find your keys, you finding your keys allows for you to get on the road. While you're on the highway, somebody's praying for a sign. You being on the highway at the time that you're on the highway and the person that's praying for a sign is praying for the sign that they're praying for. They see your license plate. Now, your license plate ain't custom, mind you. It's some random letters and numbers put together. And you are driving on your way, going where you supposed to be going. But that person needed to see whatever initial that they saw. And that's the initials of the person that they supposed to text today that they was praying about. But you being blessed to find your keys allowed them to see your license plate that answered the blessing that they have. I think that that's how God moves with everything. So for you in your car, on your path, on this day, you're thinking about how God is so dope because he allows you to find your keys in time for you to be on time to the gym because you can't be late to your trainer no more. <laughs> but to that person, your license plate unlocked a thing for them and they were able to text that person and receive forgiveness over something that they felt guilty about. Y'all see what I'm talking about? God does not provide blessings in silo. Everything that we are, everything that we do, every place that we roam, every thought that we have connects us to one another. I may be the arm, you may be the leg, somebody else is the eye, but we all make up the body. And God makes sure that his body's in sync at all times, whether we realize it or not. My lungs right now doing a lung thug thizzle, whether I realize it or not, I'm breathing, right? That's how God does with his body. Whether we realize it or not, he is moving all things together to move the body forward. And so if that's true, then the very thing that we're praying for, the very things that we speak, the places that we go, it's all for the betterment of ourselves and the larger group of people that we find ourselves attached to that we don't even know we attach to. With that being said, location is so important to preserve our being, to preserve the part of the body that we've been called to inhabit. If I am not feeling my best, I had a headache last week so bad. Oh, I had a headache so bad. I would not have taken myself to a rock concert. You want to know why? Because that's loud. I need things to be quiet on set when I have a headache. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's booming. My head is booming on its own. I don't need assistance. I need everything to be as calm as possible so my body can regulate and get to a space of balance, of comfort, of ease. That is exactly what we have to do. When we are seeking balance, when we're seeking comfort, when we're seeking to go from one era to the next, from one blessing to the next blessing, to being connected with one group of people, to being connected with another group of people, to being in one career, to being in another career, we have to take stock of and notice heavily the environments that we are in. 
there are some places that you go where you you ain't never been more bold than when you go there. And it's because the people there, they're so charismatic. They're so kind. They welcome you. They open their arms to you. They're sharing their stories of how God touched them and the things that he's brought them through. And all of a sudden you find your chef sharing something that you haven't shared with your closest friends. You haven't shared with your mama. You tell your mama, everything. But when you went to that place and you met those people, something has you like, wait, I got a story too. Wait, there's something that I might be able to help you with this. Let me let you know something. Location has the power to do that. In the Bible, there are so many times where people will want to get to a place because Jesus was there. They'll want to get to a place because there's provision there. If I can just get to the Jordan, I know I done made it somewhere. If I can get to this place, I'll be able to meet this person. And that person has the very food that I need to be able to survive this famine going on. Like There are certain places that have a special presence about them. They have special people that are planted there. They'll just have a culture that they have that when you get around that culture, you'll start to walk and talk in a different way that'll unlock a piece of yourself that you didn't even know about. But if we are so used to and hung up on the fact that we only go to certain places, we have our routine, we show up in this way, we will think that God is ignoring certain prayers. <laughs> we'll think that we can't be a certain version of ourselves. We see other people that seem like they're constantly leveling up and evolving. And we'll be like, why can't I do that? I've tried, but it just ain't hitting. And it's because your location is the same location that it's been. You've been going to the same places and doing the same thing and talking to the same folk and involved in the same culture for the past six, seven years location will make you bend at times. There are times when you ain't supposed to buck and you'll learn that too. You'll think that you can't hang out at a bar. You know, I have a friend who she is, she doesn't drink anymore. And I think it's been over a year now that she doesn't drink alcohol and she can hang out, babe. She can go to a bottomless brunch. She can go to a bar. She can be at all the spaces and the places, the spots. And the, and the rots, okay? She can go there with you. And she's going to gladly drink her water. She'll gladly get a little spritz. She'll get a mocktail. She doesn't need a mocktail, but she'll get one of those. But she does not need a lick of alcohol at all. And you know how she has to know that and test that? After a while, one day she had to hang out with the girl. She had to go somewhere and test to see if who she was will be able to stand in this location, right? So it's a place that she had previously been. She done been to plenty of bars, plenty of birthday trips, plenty of brunches, but she had a new way that she was expressing herself. And so by going to an old place with a new expression, she was able to see how she could stand 10 toes on this new person that she decided that she was going to be. Location allowed her to be able to do that. In her apartment, if you don't buy no alcohol, yeah, sure. It's easy peasy to be able to be the girl who doesn't drink. But in the bar, when the bar is made to drink, can you still be that person? Can you still show up in that way? Location will let you know. If you're supposed to be in certain locations, have that anointing, you'll be in, okay? I can't go to church and not cry. In my apartment, 
I can be tough. I can be strong. And there are plenty of days when I'm needed to cry and I can't. Like, it's just, it's just not the space that I've set up. And there are times, you know, where I'm better at it. But most of the time crying, I mean, who wants to do that? That's just not my thing. And so I have to work a bit harder in my apartment to let my emotions lay bare in that way. I cried in church on Sunday. And it wasn't nothing wrong. <laughs> I just cried. Worship does that for me. I cry almost every week in church because that location, that space allows me to let go in a way that I have not even set up my own apartment to allow me to do. Location has the power for you to express yourself in a new way and for you to get revelation about yourself, about God, and about others in a way that some locations just won't be able to do for you. So the power tool for this week is to look at the map of your life. Where do you go? Where do you frequent? What's next on your path? What are places on your path that you could navigate to with your eyes closed? And think about how you feel when you're there. How do you show up? How do you bend? How do you stand? Who do you talk to? Who do you feel you can't talk to? How loud are you? How quiet are you? And what locations can you attribute to that behavior? Are the locations that you go to allowing you to be who you want to be, who God's called you to be in this era of your life? Or are some locations, some people, some cultures of spaces holding you back from your true identity? Are they holding your voice back? And there are things that you want to say, but they always seem to get stuck in your throat and the words can't quite come out. Take time to think about where you go and who you are when you get there and decide if that person that shows up in those spaces and those places, do you want to see them more often? Do other people want to see them more often? Would they benefit from that version of you? Or are there some places that you go to that you got saved in the Google Maps of your life that you need to remove, that you should no longer frequent, that you need to forget how you even could get there because it's not conducive to you standing fully and authentically as God has called you to be. I love you. I hope that this episode has been helpful. Think about it. It's summer. A lot of us are doing travel. If you went to the Maldives and you were your best self on that vacation, but as soon as you got home, you was feeling a ways, you ain't even post the same, you couldn't, whatever, there may be something to it, sis. Take stock of it. It's time for you to be your very best self and not hold back. When I thought about that this Sunday, I was like, dang, like locations really can do it for you. So take the time to think about that and even call your friends to think about that. Um, I really think it can be powerful. The people that we hang around influence us more than we know. And we all kind of start to set a culture, whether we think about it or not. And so even challenge your friends, send this episode to somebody who may need it, because sometimes we're not going through a identity crisis 
We just are showing up to the wrong place and adapting the culture of that place. And that culture is not allowing us to shine as brightly as we've been crafted to shine. As always, if you haven't already, be sure that you subscribe so you can keep up with all the latest cool kid happenings. You can also sign up for the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter. I send out the newsletter to give you a bit of boost of inspiration throughout the week to help you stand as authentic as you can every day. I love you. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Bye.